0: This is Vam Electric, and we are live on our YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook channels with Earthling Soul treasure for the first time on the show. We'd like to thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> and uh, what we like to do is, um, before we get into the full interview, we're going to actually show uh, a YouTube video of her work, but we do have a sponsor scrolling below, which is an iOS and Android app called Newsly and they actually host a podcast. So if you support them, you actually can hear the podcast Well, you get an audio version of the podcast that's kind of translated just to audio. And if you use the coupon code ghost 2021, and that's still right, you get one month free premium subscription. So you go to iOS store, look for newsly.me, coupon code ghost 2021, and you can check out the podcast after as an audio only. So thank you very much uh, for <laughs> listening to that for a second. And now I also like to include um, the links to every artist that I have. So I've got your link tree coming up. And so just to let everybody know, you can't click it, but once it's actually um, produced, there'll be clickable links and that'll be one of them. So just support the artist that we talk to. So the next thing I wanted to do is actually Queue up the video and maybe before we do the video you can maybe do it, a little bit of an introduction of what this song uh what project it's from and maybe a little uh introduction
2: for it
1: okay so i actually wrote this song with a guy in woods who sent me the guitar um for it and we met and just clicked and so this was a product of that, basically. Um, we uh, He sent me it through really raw. Um, believe it or not, this is actually just recorded on the phone. Um, but it was part of both of our healing journeys, I think, to cross paths and make this together. So then last summer, a couple of months later, um, I organized to go and shoot a video for it, which is in one of our local sort of areas, there's like a nice Thai garden and um, we both really love yoga and meditation. And It just, how things fall into place shouldn't always be difficult. It all just felt right. It was easy. I have to say I had a really good time making it and there was so many giggles. Um, So this is just a spiritually uplifting song. Um, A lot of the stuff that I write can often be a little bit lower frequency. Um, and I, I would tend to pull things offline again, um, throw them out as the mood takes me. But this one just grinds me each time. So it is dead.
0: <laughs> right, that's awesome. So I'm going to actually kick it off and, and we'll talk to you on the back side of it. And then we'll get into the oh. full interview. So uh, let me put you on mute and then we'll actually get to the song.
1: I wrote so
3: deep I feel my feet They're gonna take me Cause I just find out how to meet The spark inside And I am high on earth I feel my faith filling me earth, it's overflowing like a shepherd's cup. You ask the angels, I'll never run and live. But how, oh, oh, it's fine, it's care. Don't shine its Every day in each and every night Any minute I'll take off and fly I'm feeling free and I'm It's grace that gave me the bones to steel I will try me to share this enough Cause there's enough for everyone Take your chance on it The roots I feel my feeling, the kind of thing I I just felt that high in me. The spark inside, and I am high on life. I feel me, bring me up It's overflowing like a shepherd's cow. Just as the angels, I'll never run and live. But how oh, the the if How Back, sorry um
0: from the video and I wanted to sh- uh, be able to show a preview of what every artist sounds like so I like to have a um, a decent um, picture because uh, mm-hmm. we used to do an audio podcast and we couldn't do that and so then and, you know, people would be talking kind of without understanding what the artist sounded like <laughs> yeah. so I think it's actually good to, to be able to to do that so one that we like to do um, in our in our interviews is kind of get to the beginning of your story so like when you when did you first get into music at like what age did you do you remember being interested or taking part in music
1: I have always been drawn to music um I mean as a child I would have stood with my microphone with the I don't know if anybody remembers them as a kid they used to have like a an applause button that you could kick or a boo or whatever and just zone out in the living room make sure nobody was allowed in closed all the doors and was like this is my space um (laughs) and i have always enjoyed just singing like it just isn't released to me um i did music GCSE, and um my music teacher miss lyons was just amazing she was like, Rebecca, you need to write a song. Like, I always enjoyed having wee chats and stuff, you know, just some, I think some people go to school and it's all like they're able to just step in and step out, whereas like, I'm the sort of person who, I don't know, I just meet people and get vibes, you know, and it's nice to vibe with people, and she was one of them, um, and she showed me this studio that they had, like, nobody knew about this studio and the school, and I was able to go in there, yeah and i was just like this is amazing i mean i used to play drums as well so we would have gone to the music room and just had our lunch um me and a friend and just played music sang played drums just whatever um but yeah i mean putting all that together i was like wow i didn't realize how easy this was like i know that, that it's all recorded very basically but it's sort of just mm-hmm makes us realize like what yeah like i mean what modern life is like we don't need all this expensive stuff just to like express Mm -hmm. ourselves and and the amount of goodness that we get out of like expressing ourselves in whatever form it is like whatever art form it's just it it just like made me go right i can just keep on doing this whenever i need to and so i mean i've played in bands over the years and um I'm just good at being by myself as well, so I don't think it bothers me when there's nobody else around to make it with me. Um, I have, like, sample machines here and a ridiculous amount of instruments that I don't really play, but I'll pick them up (laughs) before needs be, you know, and then somebody else will come along and say, what are you doing? And they'll want to help. So it always just falls into place. Um, I probably should share more stuff that I've written, but I... I'm having a bit of a, like a cleansing period in my life, and it's nice to start afresh. Um, mm-hmm. I think people get very bogged down on sometimes the vibe of songs or like the words, and it is just a moment in time. So it's it doesn't bother me to just delete everything and start again, you know? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah song, some so songwriters
0: yes. are kind of, it's hard, you know, for some people, they kind of think of their songs like children. And they like, even if they don't put them out, that's a a radical thing to do. I understand it. I've actually, you know, been recording since I was like 17. I'm 54. So there's some periods where I said, well, I don't like any of that stuff. And I kind of just put it away. And at other times, like, oh, I really like that stuff I did 10 years ago, maybe I need to work on that. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, you just kind of like, you never know where you're gonna be. Um, But you were mentioning that you play drums and you, you all the, kind of hinted at other instruments. So, is is your vo- voice your primary instrument, or do you yeah, are you like yeah. uh, that's your primary?
1: Yeah, I mean, You're... all the other instruments have literally just come to me. So, I have been bought them or given them, or I remember like I've got this Spanish guitar and I was like just listening to loads of Spanish guitar for a while, and I was like it would be so nice to just. How do we oh tinker with that yeah and so I was walking down the road and there's this guitar that afternoon in the shop like um yeah I like following my intuition and just went in and, and bought it and the there was a girl came in straight after for the same guitar so it was obviously it had some kind of magical vibe but um <laughs> <laughs> I and and the lady behind the, the shop was like no it's gone sorry and I was like I feel so bad but like it's all you like to, yeah. manifestations yeah. are clear when they hit you up the face like that you know so um well, yeah i mean s- so what yeah i've got lots of different instruments here there's a kalimba i have um like a range of guitars there's of an accordion like it's all a bit random but all the really different like tones
0: organic yeah. acoustic instruments is what you like yeah. to I love the,
1: I love like the hum and the vibration that you get off the different instruments you know like I could sit with a kalimba and like several of my friends have actually bought one since I have had it out and been playing they're like do you remember that wee box with the
2: the bits yeah. on it
1: and I'm like yeah and I mean if you look the history of them up it used to be like a rock with bits of metal attached to it in like Africa and stuff. It's amazing. Or some people have them with spoons, but, but whatever, like all the different sounds are just amazing. And I love how even just one note in any instrument can just give you like, almost like a picture, do you know? Or like like
0: sound paintings, you know, like I, Mm -hmm. I was watching like a documentary about, um, the Beatles and specifically, um, George Martin and, uh, He was saying like why did they record like Sgt. peppers how did they get in this kind of using the studio as an instrument and he said well i did peter sellers comedy records and the beatles actually liked what i was doing and when i did those i had orchestras i had backward tape loops i had all these things and i said what if i introduced that into a rock band Mm really nobody had been doing that no one ever had thought to take those kind of studio techniques and actually apply them to like a rock band and that kind of is like the whole history of like a lot of rock music or pop because that Beatles kind of style of what yeah. George Martin and the Beatles did, you know, Pink Floyd did it, a bunch of other bands did it, Hendrix did it. There's, there's just this idea that you could, you could be more than your live performance, that you could yeah. use, you could create like a sound painting. And he actually t- talked about sound paintings, um, yeah. that, that you can actually use sound to, to make like cinematic type of pictures in people's heads.
1: Totally, yeah. I mean, I was watching. Um, I wish I could remember her name, but she was on TED Talk there recently, and it just popped up. This is how it all works, isn't it? And she was saying you can actually um, play a sound through like a healthy cell and an ill cell, and the healthy cell sounds just lovely, like like a, a happy orchestra, and then the <laughs> ill cell actually sounds like there's like the tuba is out of tune or. I mean, it's the same as, you know, like uh, people will have done tests over the years and it's like you put um, sand on glass or whatever and it makes like this beautiful, um, like a snowflake pattern almost or something. Yeah, or water. And that to me is all the same. Like I just get a vibe of music. So my music's not like of one genre. I just, I really love a, a lot of stuff. And I think somebody telling me that you could only have one genre for the rest of your life, With just like, I just
0: yeah. like, my, my, my. I, 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 I like to get into that because like, if you notice what I do, like my, I call my like independent sound for all my stuff is expansive sound. And yeah. the, the reason I do that is because I love jazz, I love like rock, I like punk, I like everything. Right. Yeah. And I've been playing for such a long time. I like to mix multiple genres and then people track me down and say, well, oh, you're, Oh, you're electronic. You're techno. It's like, no, Mm-hmm. I'm expansive. It mean, was that mean. That means one day I could do Sun Ra, the next day I could do you know Johnny Cash. I could do the yeah. past the pastels. I could do Pink Floyd. I could go and do Funkadelic. I, I kind of wherever I feel like doing, I'm going to do it. And I don't yeah. like getting pinned down. And I so know. I, I do understand. There's a lot of artists. I've actually talked to like 140 artists in the last three years, and a lot of people are trying to get out of that being pinned into a narrow lane. They don't it's ridiculous.
1: Like can you... Who came up with this? Like, who said we need to put them all in boxes? Like, that is just one way to restrict somebody, isn't it? Like, it's not yeah. not yeah. the way of creation. Like, creation is you, you start one thing and then it's not procrastination, but it's, like, productive procrastination. So everything just goes off in tangents. And, like, that's the way a tree grows. So why would our creative flow not be like that, you know?
0: Yeah, even, like, when you do an <laughs> album, you think, think about, like, the Beatles, they'd be all over the place. Right, I to go back to the but this, this thing today where, oh, I got to stay in the same BPM. I got to use the same sound packs, use the same loops. Use... It's like, it's so boring to me because yeah. you can see I'm, I'm like an analog modular hardware. I'm a synthesis and, mm-hmm. and I love like mogs and profits and stuff like that. Not to be pushing any brand, but I like the idea that I can build a sound and I'm not steal, stealing somebody else's sound. Not that, exactly. that people can't can't be cool with that, but you know, I believe like analog scents are very much kinda of like organic instruments. Yeah. I can get my it's, not, it's
1: not satisfying copying. Like it's okay yeah. if you're trying to people please or give out like a certain vibe at a party or a function that you have to do music for, but when it comes to actually making your own, like there's no point copying, you know? It just yeah, you just I, need I, I to I, feel what's inside, yeah.
0: I think what happens is that you get DJs, and then you get hip-hop, and then you get EDM, and there, there's this thing where people start using these tools that start, start cloning stuff, and then mm-hmm. they're like, okay, people who were not traditionally musicians or more like producers can live in the box, and they can do interesting things, and I like I can go back and see like, the early hip-hop out of New York City, right? Like, you know, stuff like, you know, the bomb squad you know, all these different, they did some very interesting things with samples, like Dale Assault, they do very interesting things with samples. So I understand producers can do really yeah. cool things, but I think some yeah, people and,
1: get <laughs> Oh, totally here. I mean, I like, I didn't make those samples that I'm messing with sometimes, but it's still going on a journey with yourself. So like, to set out and be like, I'm going to write a song that sounds like this, and have you know another band in mind and all the rest. It's just not for me. Like I,
2: yeah, I yeah. start doing yeah. it
1: and then I'll feel like, yeah, claustrophobic yeah. Like, or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think the singer songwriter is who I've actually always focused on. I always like to get into the idea of like one of the questions I have is like, you realize you had a talent for music, but when did you decide you're going to be a singer songwriter? Right. Because then not everybody who's a musician actually becomes a singer songwriter. There's lots of people that are like session musicians. They go into orchestras. They, you know, they write stuff that's like, for, you know, things, but they're not actually writing their heart. You know, the thing I like about singer songwriters going back to the 70s, you know, the Carol Kings of the world, the, you know, the all, all, you know, Bruce Springsteen, the Bob Dylan, the, the idea, you know, the Neil Youngs that you get a picture into like, like a, it's like a the novel. It's like, like a song painting. To me, when you get a songwriter that's really deep, you get, like, it's like reading literature or something that's very substantial to me because it, it actually means something.
1: Yeah, yeah. We've got to paint a picture, you know, so. Um, and try not to want to scrumple it up and throw it in the trash at the end. So easy to do. But yeah, I mean, it is all just expressing. So once it's out, it's out, and then, move on to the next one and sometimes we go into these like flows where you can't stop and then there's other times where it's completely bare and you're like where have all the creative ideas gone do you know but maybe that's just time to appreciate other people's work and mm-hmm. grind yourself you know get get one with nature I, I love being in nature and just
0: do you get ideas watching... like just walking yeah. in the woods
1: you know yeah. cause just lying I... there watching the, the leaves blow and then just like I, you, I don't know, there's there's signs that happen without hearing them, you know, it's just, yeah. I mean, well, your I, video I actually kind of yeah. Cool yeah.
3: You, were, you
0: were out there in nature and I kind of like the nature vibe of your video because yeah. you, that kind of made me feel, and I was kind of, well, one thing I like, you know, I was, I'm was. i a big fan of Yes, and Yes actually did field recordings in a forest mm-hmm. of the sound of the forest that's yeah. on their record. And, yeah. and I think it's kind of cool Experimental musicians have always been very interesting to me. People would like, you know, record glass, take a metal rod and throw it on a piano string, record yeah. that, you know, run things through do I... multiple tracks, you know, just I... to get weird sounds. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that that wee video that played there was just um like two tracks. So it was literally like he sent me through the guitar and he played it all in one piece live, and then I sang over the top of it, and that's it. Like there's no messing about. It. There was no sing one wee bit, another wee bit, another wee bit. It was just whatever. There is another song. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I I mean, whenever Uh, you go playing live places, there's, it's not mistakes, but there's a realness and a rawness to things. So what is the point? I mean, it's nice to get a really good, good recording of things, but to me, that's like my diary. So it's okay if there's a little paint splodge out of place because who's really gonna know whenever it's it's your your Well, art, that's you one know? thing
0: that's one thing I'm I've always talked to like younger producers and I think but that one thing in the box in the DAW in the digital audio workstation, one thing I think it's like really dangerous path is the path to try to make things perfect. Yeah. Because I always tell like younger musicians I was hanging around with some guitar players, and it was like, you know, would you like think about like uh, exam- by the stones would you really want to correct keith Mm -hmm. richards guitar rhythm right the way he plays is kind of haphazard and it's perfect you -hmm. know even like if you think about neil young on tonight's tonight there's a lot of stuff in there that feels very raw it sometimes is when his voice is kind of scratchy but it's it's real it's like you said it's a point in time like a painter yeah. I think sometimes people have forgotten some of the best music is kind of point in time. You're never going to recreate it mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. like that. And it's kind of cool to let it be.
1: Yeah, this is it. Totally. Yeah, it's nice. Everything's raw. And anything that's perfect, I don't trust. You know, there's always something <laughs> something you need to suss out first. So, no, it's good. And, the like, any of the covers that are up there as well, like, they're just just recorded live just you know and um I mean even in like the beauty industry and stuff you know that it's all changing like we've got so many different races of people shapes sizes and it's it's turning out nice whereas for years it, it was all you know, sticks in white people, yeah. You know, so and it's just silly. Like it's like
0: the kind of thing. What you is this?
1: A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the same. We're just we gotta just loosen all the the tight straps and just have fun with it. And anybody else out there that wants to make anything, just needs to go for it because you know it's it's only music, like. So what if it's yeah. weird or bad or whatever, like other people say, like n- nobody is ever going to, you know, not everybody's always going to like you, you know? So if we're going to live on planet earth, we may as well just make it easier for ourselves and just have fun. you know.
0: I think it's like, you know, the, the thing is if you start, you know, I I the reason I keep on doing music is I had guys that when I first started, when I was 17, they all want to be Jimmy Page. They all wanted to be like, you know, they, they felt like if they couldn't sound like Jimmy Page, they should just give it yeah. up. And I my know. Whole point, it's
1: nice to have aspirations, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my
0: whole point was like, look at the Ramones. As look at the talking heads, right? Look at like, you know, Johnny Rotten and the Sex Pistols or like Pete Westerberg from like The Replacement. My whole point with a lot of guys was like, you don't have to be like Genesis or Yes or these big big bands that were like perfect or like the Eagles, like perfect, you know, look at, Ramones, look at the punk, look at what's going on at uh, CBGBs. And I would say guys, you know, look at REM. I mean, I used to love REM back before they got big and mm-hmm. you didn't understand what Mike Stipe was saying, but it was very yeah. melodic, really different. And I used to be a radio guy that would like run independent music and why I continued this podcast, because I think it's really important to kind of show people everything that's out there. And yeah, the things totally. that are at the top, you know, I, I started, you know, really young, being into Lou Reed and the Velvets, right? Because I thought what he he was doing with Warhol was super important, and nobody yeah. really you know liked it. But then later, like in the nineties, suddenly all these bands started saying they loved it. And I remember being in the seventies, and nobody liked it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but this is the yeah. thing about being cool, like you to go with the flow we're losing out you know missing out a whole chunk of happiness so no it's good and like even Sia I remember listening to Sia from the day she was in Zero Seven, and I'm not a massive fan now like I mean well done her I'm so glad she's doing well for herself but the but I like the raw gritty stuff you know and um yeah it is amazing how like being pop or whatever can change things. Um, we're playing, I'm playing in a Shoegist band at the minute called Virgins, and it's... Yeah,
0: I wanted to ask about it's, that a bit.
1: It's good fun. Um, and it's so nice being able to sing and not have to be, like, changing my tone to, like, Mrs. Happy all the time. I can just be...
0: You're the, you're the, lead, vocalist. You're the lead vocalist for Virgins. Like, yeah, vocal- yeah. I'm the only
1: vocalist, so, <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you have your solo career. So is, is, is the Virgin Band like an active band right now or is the solo project like the active Yeah,
1: thing? so we were away there um, was it last weekend, um, all weekend. And then we've got a Gucci gig coming up in the summer. Um, next, this Thursday as well, we're down in Dublin. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's good fun. The guys are really cool. We've all got our own idiosyncrasies and it just... When you're trying to fit puzzle pieces together and everybody's totally different shapes, it's like that's just
0: so do toss you got everybody in, turns out. So everybody in virgins. Do you guys all have like your own bands or own solo projects? So everybody kind of just goes wherever they want, and then you guys come together to have a band unit. Um, I mean, but... yeah,
1: everyone has their own thing going on, uh, whether it be playing with other bands or whatever. But we're all. Like we all go home and we geek out to whether it be singing, playing the guitar, drums, whatever it is we do. Um, mm-hmm. so it, some people play multiple things and do multiple things. So they won't sing as well, but they just, they were looking for a female vocalist and I got that slot and I'm very grateful. So it's good. <laughs> well, that's really
0: exciting. Cause um, so you said like you did, so your voice was always like your primary instrument. Was there ever a time where you like wanted to be a drummer in a band cause you mentioned the drums? and kind of be, like, be that. Because drummers, you know, not every drummer used to be Ringo or gets no. to be, like, in the Eagles, to be, like, a, a singer-drummer. They tend to kind of yeah. get put in that thing. And then someone nope. it, it's kind of take over and say, well, no, I don't think I want to be a drummer. I
1: want to be a singer. Yeah. No, I always wanted to be a singer. I was just um, a wee bit afraid that if I shared it too much that somebody would say, oh, I don't like that, and then it would steal my joy from it. However... I have reached the point in my life where I don't care, <laughs> and I'm just like, um, <laughs> I yeah. And you know what? See if I see if I sang and everybody hated it, I'd still be enjoying myself. And I've actually got to that point. Um, I was saying to the guys as well, like I used to get incredibly nervous, like so nervous that I couldn't eat for like a couple of days before, which really doesn't help whenever you're trying to go on and focus to do things, whether even for drumming, like, I was so, yeah. so nervous. Um, I I used to be called cling on and just hold on to a trouser leg and not speak to anybody when I was a kid. I was always very quiet. So this, to me, like, singing has helped me come out of my shell um, an awful lot. That's interesting. Lot.
0: And, yeah. One thing I always like to ask artists is I noticed that the I, there's this there's this kind of common theme. There's a, a lot of musicians that when you actually kind of you know, get under the covers and talk to them about what, how they got to be, who they are. Right. It seems like there's like this, um, this other, you, right. Yeah. That, that a lot of musicians are very shy. They're, they, totally. they, they're almost painfully shy, but then once they get on stage, they can almost become like a different person, like famous mm-hmm. people like that. We have Michael Jackson, Prince, they were, it was painful to talk to either one of them because yeah. they could be on stage and look so powerful. But if yeah. you actually want one-on-one talk with them, it was like pulling teeth. It's so hard to actually get anything out of. It's very, very yeah. difficult. And yeah. they, they were very shy and they just didn't have a good, They, you know, when, so on stage, what I find, leaving as a musician, I get into this zone. I'm playing mm-hmm. my keyboards. I play with a band. I don't even remember what I did. I just get into the, like, it's like, I just become like the that music. musician. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah and yeah. I don't think I just, anything else. I'm just feeling it, like I literally. I'm just enjoying feeling the vibrations of everything and just being there. Whereas before, I just want I focused too much on like getting it all right or how I wanted to sign. Okay. But then I put so much pressure on it; wasn't fun. And I now I've got to the point where I actually don't feel embarrassed about a lot of stuff at all. I mean, I'm I'm a complete introvert, but people don't see that. Like they'll call me an extrovert all the time. And I'm like, I go like whenever I leave, I go home and I'm like back to my cat, um, read a book or like just tinker about and, you know, create stuff. Like I just love making all sorts like a draw and all the rest as well. But, um, yeah, I totally happy in my own company, but whenever it comes to being with people, like I put in-ear monitors in, because I don't even want to, um, be A bit rude. Yeah. But even with like the crowd, like whenever I'm here and maybe things going on or whatever, like I find like I can't focus. I just want to be in the like, zone. just, yeah, just totally get in there and just forget about well, whatever so. else is going on. Yeah.
0: As, as a musician, I use the in-ear because like I'm trying to hear, because a lot of times the keyboard is like with a bunch of other things and mm-hmm. I'm trying to concentrate on my, not trying to overthink it, but I just want to know where I am in the mix. Yeah, and if yeah, I'm trying I to think... listen to other stuff, it's like I can't focus on where I should yeah. be.
1: my brain's like grabbing out at all these different things. And I'm like, where am I? <laughs> like, um, we did a gig and I could not hear anything. So it, it got to the point where I was singing it. And I was like, do you know whenever you have a thought and – you're like did I say that out loud it was a bit like that so I was like have I sung that bit already because it was literally like singing but all I could hear was like I could feel the vibration in my hand yeah yeah and um but but whenever you can hear and you just it's like being in a bubble and just floating above everybody and and them just going and blowing you away for along. do you know?
0: Do you, like, nice. do, you, do you like the feedback of the crowd? Because one thing, like during COVID, that I've, I've found is like some bands, some rock bands, are, or bands that are like you know have to play live. They're not like kind of studio creations. Mm-hmm. A lot of the members are kind of like they feel like they really need the crowd. And, and
1: what I, the rest of the band, feel like, like that, and I am the complete opposite. You know, like even if I'm just out know. singing by myself, I I like to just be in the zone and then whenever it comes to like having a wee break i'll talk to everybody i'm like i'm totally loving like even like hearing what they'll say and all the rest and how they felt but i, I need to be just yeah i just need you're to like, be yeah. by myself yeah in the zone, yeah
2: yeah
0: well, i think that's that's interesting because i think that's kind of cool well i think if you're a singer songwriter you kind of have to be like that you know when you're a singer when you're working on like individual stuff and then when you get in the band you have to be more comp- have more compromise But that's why like the the thing is interesting. Like like when I'm just writing all my ghost stuff, I can just do exactly what I want. I don't have anybody tell me what. But if I go work with a band, like I'm, I do collabs. I might be some of the people I interview. I actually end up doing projects with, and Mm -hmm. I'm doing a couple projects. And then it's like then I have to like you know when I used to be in a rock band when I was like 17, it's like I come in and I have to, you know, I might have the drums on my 808, but the real drummer came in and I have to like okay, I'm going to defer to that because I think what he's doing is more is better but then if i thought my 808 actually had something that he couldn't do now we kind of push for it and i think it was like the compromise like if you're in a group of four or five people it's like if you're working on something together and each one of you yeah. is putting something you know and then it becomes so do you like the dynamic of when you're like with the virgins of, Ooh, totally. of having, and then, then having the freedom when you're by yourself to do exactly what you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I need both in my life. Um, I was singing by myself for ages, and then this came up. A friend sent me it through that they were looking for a vocalist, and to, to be honest, it's a complete new lineup, so the only person that's the same is um one of the guitarists. The rest are all new as well, and I, I mean, we came up with a new song there the other night, and... I just, I just love seeing where the moment takes you. I think we, all you need to do is just be comfortable with people. And if it, if it's not working, it's not working. But I mean, we're all drawn to each other because of who we are and what we give anyway. So most of the time, everybody loves what everybody else is doing, you know? And then whenever I'm by myself, I start off doing it by myself and then someone else will come in and be like, do you need a bit of something for that, do you? And then it turns into a collaboration. So, um, yeah, I mean, I have done voiceover work and I've written like wee jingles for different things, and it's it's all ground having a specification, but it is just nice to be wild. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I always like the freedom to kind of, you know, I work on, you know, sync licensing things and it's not ghost stuff. But when I do my ghost stuff, it's like exactly what I want. But then it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I think it's cool, you know, that's why I do the podcast because I wanted to have, you know, in this COVID time since 2018 before, before even COVID, as I figured like being a solo musician and just doing a, being a bedroom producer, it's good to get connections. Mm -hmm. And I used to go to New York and play in the clubs in New York and and go to Boston and stuff. But you know, this has given me a way to still connect to musicians all over the world. Uh, And and then I don't just focus on my own work, you know, because then I can actually hear different music that kind of like, I get to hear new bands all the time and kind of really focus on what they're doing and new artists and emerging artists and i think it's really important and i try to focus outside of what's on the top charts i want to hear new people what underground what interesting things are happening because you know like i said i was working in radio as a college radio and i always like to push you know all the newest stuff i heard or read in Border, rolling stone i said well if i see this cool band they got five stars and nobody knows who they are i'm going to play it Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and the beauty is before we're influenced, isn't it? So all these bands are like, it's pre-influenced, basically. Um, And then whenever they start to get popular, it's like, what do we need to do to stay here? But um, And then things start, (laughs) yeah, being a wee bit more contrived, probably. But it is nice. Like, I love going out here and bands, like local bands. And it just, I, I do photography as well. So I'll just take my camera out and just zone out and just watch them. Getting into the zone. I don't know. It, it's just, there's it all. Just is like, it's just so. I nice guess it wants to be in the, more,
0: zone. the uh, we focused on the music, but you're a performance artist. So, in terms of your performance, maybe you can describe what what's your style of performance or what, what, do, you, what um, do you
1: do? So, I think I am very into like expressionism. And like just letting out whatever you got in you. So I have done dance over the years. I have done like creating, like photography. Um, done a bit of modeling and stuff. And I just, I, I really love just going with the flow. So, um, I mean, when it's so wide, it's hard to even sort of.
0: So it's kind of like a stream where of to go.
1: Maybe yeah, streaming yeah. just kind I I'm not the sort yeah. of girl who I'm not very good at like paperwork or like sitting down <laughs> and playing like, it at it a up. desk. <laughs> so yeah, sturb, storyboarding more, more it I, out. <laughs> well that that to me is fun, you know, but oh, you it's like it. um yeah, no, I don't mind that sort of stuff. But there's like a bunch of jobs that you know, people do like nine to five or whatever, and I I just wouldn't be there, like a present yeah. you know so it's i think it's my destiny to, to make stuff <laughs> whatever it is it's you know creative. And also yeah and show other people that they can make whatever they want so I, i'm all about learning i love like sharing skill sets and meeting up with other creatives and one day when we will do something that they do and i can learn from them and then the next it'll be something that i do usually it starts out something that i do and then people start opening up and sharing because i think people can be very competitive and then there's no sharing done but (laughs) whenever we get over that and go life's too short you have already have already reached the darkness and then whenever you're coming out of the darkness then you go let's find all the other shiny people and then like learning from each other is just mega like amount of money you could spend on going to courses and you don't even have a a one-on-one moment with people where it's like just the universe brings us all together just at the right time whenever we need to experience something doesn't it you know so i just go with the flow and see what happens and i'm never bored
0: i think it's (laughs) a good way to be i mean as a musician i kind of let things take it take you know what happens like i put a vibe out there and then, like you said, sometimes people come to you, right? Yeah. So I, I, I put a vibe by people who see it very experimental and I'll get somebody saying, I like that. And then they want to work with it. And then I yeah. like that. I listen, like, I like them and then I work with them. And it's like, it's kind of like, me you know, when I used to go to clubs in New York and people would see what I did. And then after they come and talk to me they'd say, oh, can I, can you work, put some Moog stuff on my, on my album? Yeah. Or could you put this rolling cord? They like the way I was doing my rolling and stuff. And they say, oh, okay, can you do that? And yeah. And like you just get out there and it's like we are like a community of 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 of, of you know of, of art creative folks and we, yeah. we get out there and I try to, you know, encourage that. I've actually done like bedroom producer festivals on this platform with guests that I have. Mm-hmm. I've done like twice where I've had like weekends, <clears throat> like a whole weekend where people did twenty, thirty minutes sets that, that you know folks i interviewed and they just go and do it and we just yeah present it and then some of the people who did it actually went and worked with each other
1: yeah i mean
3: each
1: other. And yeah <laughs> a world without i always think like a world without i don't want I'm to totally happy here but a world without money and just skill trade would be a very productive place to live you know because everybody that likes getting stuff done with just the, the the flow would be constantly there. Whereas I think people find blockages and even uh, meeting people. But once, once you've done a bit of work, people will know that you're capable of it and then it'll all just flow. So just get out there and do whatever it is that calls you, I think. And the rest will just happen, you know, like skill trade is a good thing.
0: Yeah. I think it's really interesting how, how you can kind of not be so, you know, trying to run it like a project manager you can kind of let things you know be more organic kind of more, more kind of i grew up in the 70s so i kind of know the hippie aesthetic but there's yeah. this kind of thing of uh you know the kind of kids that would follow the dead or like i was the kind of kid that would follow funkadelic and i was mm-hmm. like and you know why would i sit there for three nights in a row because like they had a scene and every night sounded different and yeah. they, you know, and i just wanted to go because i liked the vibe and like mm-hmm. the, the kind of people that were, were showing up at the Funkadelic concerts. And I was just like, that's, that's what I like. You know? Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. I mean, you can go to places that look lovely, that have great food or have whatever on, but there's nothing like sitting in a room or an area with loads of creatives. Like it just, there's something like unicorny about it. <laughs> It's
0: very, it helps your heart. You know, I think it does ask musicians like a lot of musicians. Like, I ran into some people, I don't think they were were, like true musicians and that they stopped because I think like a true musician doesn't care if it makes money. They will go, no matter what, they will go and play for free or they will go do this, do that just because they just love to play. And I just felt like, you know, uh, I just kept on going. Where a lot of friends that got married, or the their girlfriends told them to throw their guitar away or get rid of their stuff because it's in the way. And, and like, I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, you know, all my stuff The wrong
1: person. That is not your person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got all my stuff in my bedroom, but they never got rid of it. And um, yeah, and and it just is because they're like, you know, they're like my children. I'm sorry, but my my keyboard kind of talked to me. Yeah. I let them talk to me. I, like, people say, like, well, that's kind of... No, it's like, like, like if you talk to a lot of keyboard players, Bernie Warhol used to say his Moog talk to him.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like, as a guy's in Yes would say, like, yeah, their instruments talk to him. You kind of got to listen. And like Hendrix mm-hmm. said, sometimes he would, he would, like, he couldn't stop playing because he he was trying to... The universe was giving him something and he couldn't stop, yeah. right? So he would just, like, keep on going. And he was playing like the I brothers one time and he was writing a song with them and then suddenly something came to him and he put it down and they were like that has nothing to do with the song "What? Well, it came to me I couldn't let it go
1: yeah exactly <laughs> this is it because I think we do go through like dry spells um and it scares me because I'm like <gasps> where's all my thoughts gone but I do think it's just energy just building up like a volcano ready to erupt again you know we've we got to recharge like we're all just human beings like plants growing you know it can't be in flower all season so um no it's it's amazing and that's that's then the time to go and sit with other creatives and just do you know what creatives have the best stories as well like their their life story just amazes me each and every one and um that's the fuel isn't it really yeah
0: you know, I think it's kind of like I love i I kind of started like you know, in romantic poetry in the Harlem rest poets and uh, then I realized I could actually take poetry and turn it into songs. But, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I love William Blake, I like, you okay. know, Tiger, Tiger, Hippery, real nice I like the simplicity of his romantic poetry. And a lot of his romantic poetry, you can use it as a kind of basis of, of how you could write a song. And I always felt that the idea that the Victorian poets had was like, there was this muse, this universal thing that you tapped into, and you would kind of pull it. And then I like to be able to kind of hide things in like you know, like not say directly indirect references of of how they you can get away with you know talking about sex but not talking about it. <laughs> yes. But so you, know, you just you, so you can <laughs> so so I just I always like well, that's cool. I like the way that I can I kind of hide my true intent with all this layering. Yeah. And um and it's just uh you know, it is it's just something I think that i think every musician kind of pulls into that whether they realize yeah. it or not they're kind of pulling this as muse or universal thing
1: yeah yeah i mean it's it's an ancient art isn't it um song and humming and you think about the like the vikings and all the other yeah. types of people that would have yeah exactly and um even like calling so calling to animals you know with that it's like a wild mm-hmm. high scream. Um, there's videos of people living out in the countryside and they're like calling the cars. And I'm just like, this is, this is my world. <laughs> yeah, know, well, so, yeah.
0: like, you know, in the, in, like I'm part Cherokee and uh, Blackfoot native American. And there's this whole thing about the oral history, you know, within native Americans is very kind of musical. Um, yeah. and it, it's very poetic and I like to use it, you know, and, I, um, Because it's just something that I can kind of tap into. And it's like, you know, I think anything that that you can bring to your art, you know, when you're a musician, a lot of us, you know, whether we want to or not, like, you know, amateur, like into video. I do video production, but I wasn't trained on it. I would do art, but I wasn't trained on it. I think we like to mix our, our different, you know, types of art.
3: Yeah, and it kind yeah, of
0: inspires yeah. us to kind of create something. So we, I, I mm-hmm. can totally get into what you're doing as a performance artist because mm-hmm. I think every musician, when you stage, you're doing some theater. Yeah.
1: You're kind yeah. of doing
0: that Bowie, Lady Gaga thing. You kind of are that other yeah, person. Yeah. Right? I, think, um, of-
1: I think like the word performance is very misleading in a way because there's when you're really performing and you're really there. There's no performing being done. It's all just being in the moment, and like I, I wonder sometimes where did speaking come from because it's all very stopped and started, and there's breaks in between, and it's all very like blocks. Whereas singing, is like elongates every second oh, the yeah. moment, and just yeah, yeah, brings you, brings you to be, at one with your surroundings. You know, wherever you are, like, like nature doesn't make strict sounds. Everything twinkles and drifts off. You know, and
0: yeah in and out like yeah well i think music is like to me is like the primary way i like to communicate i'll actually talk to people in songs
1: yeah yeah here there's so many things that you can say through art that you would never be able to say to people yeah you, say can you get
0: the courage <laughs> to actually you know confront something yeah. that you might have a hard time actually putting into a like a novel mm-hmm. But when you're a songwriter, you could actually put something really deep and personal. And, right. and somehow you're like, wow, did I really reveal that to the world? But I just like, I OK, that's what it is. Um It's
1: a massive manifestation tool as well. Like the amount of times that I've sung a song, even not something that I've written and manifested something like very spookily out of it, you know, or written songs that I haven't even shared. And it's like sending out a spell to the universe and. Mm-hmm. It hears you every time, you know, so prayers, this is mm-hmm. it, you know, like prayer through music. That doesn't always have to be like singing about good stuff, you know, you can confess or whatever. Yeah, well, that's what it,
0: <laughs> One of the things I kind of get, you know, like, you know, in the, in the popular culture, like you sing about like romance, you sing about like whatever, you know, people talk about like how, how much they have or how much, you know, how, how good they are kind of braggadocio type of stuff but but like if you think about singer songwriters and i always loved lou reed because he was like a real he's a total poet he's like, he talked about mm-hmm. the underbelly of new york right yeah. all the velvet under songs are like super dark they're talking about addiction talking about like all kinds of things that are not pop music yeah and i yeah. thought and they kind of inspired the whole alternative like indie rock movement because they would look at what the velvets did and say oh, I don't have to talk about how my girlfriend left me. I can actually yeah. talk about something deeper than that. You know, I can go into different things and I don't have to be limited. You know, I can do an 18-minute song that's all noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can have these kind of Andy Warhol images behind me because I was like, I can work with a guy like an Andy Warhol or even think that, oh, I could do that. I don't have to yeah. be trying yeah. to make something pretty. I, I can actually make it more real. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it. I mean, it is all just cleansing, isn't it? Cleansing energy, washing it away, making music, and I mean, tidying starts off very messy. So just make a mess, and then at the end, it's like, ah, everything's in its rightful place.
0: <laughs> well, I think what's the cool thing about the world today, outside of record labels, is you can you will put you can put anything you want about as a creative person, and then. Somebody's going to find it. Right. And where, where if you were limited into those lanes we were talking about, like, oh, you have to do like a three minute song with this 160 beat per minute and it's got to be in this key. It's got to be this. Mm. Like, no, you don't have to do that because I could put something out and somebody in Thailand likes it or somebody in Tel Aviv likes it or somebody in Botswana likes it. I didn't know they were going to like it, but they like it. And it's like, I just put it and the audience finds you. And so you don't have to, be, have to be limited to oh i just have to do what's in the top 10 this week and that's all i can do you know yeah
1: yeah i know Nope, we gotta be gotta be wild and free <laughs> for sure
0: well, i think i, I think so th- I, I, it seems like i always get into these questions about like workflow process and what you can do but it seems like even if you're using like the modern tools you seem to be the kind of person that's not going to obsess about trying to make it yeah
1: perfect. i mean i have i've got all the gear here um i can i can run different tracks and do layers and sit and fanny about on whatever you know but i i I want i just want it down and done and then i'm happy like i i love listening to my live music i love going out and you know like somebody bringing the guitar and it's just having a wee sing song and it just reminds me of all that like even having a bit of chittering on live recordings and stuff at the end of the beginning like do you know like after you get through a song with somebody that maybe you've never played anything with before and at the end of it you're both like having a wee giggle or having a wee chat like that to me that to me is like i know it's not part of the song but it's just as important like yeah yeah.
0: and it yeah if you think about like the the songs in the 60s and the 70s Mm -hmm. i love to listen to old stuff I would listen to like a Todd Rundgren album
3: yeah. right
0: and he's a famous producer and um there if you listen to it on the headphones there's all kinds of errors yeah there's like there's like tape clipping where things are are like a little bit off there's yeah. like people talking you can actually hear people talk on some like hello it's me and stuff you can actually hear people you know telling chord okay. changes like low in the it's mix good. and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're like, you're like that's that's cool because it's like they didn't feel like they had to cut it out you know yeah. like but it's there and it kind of shows it's like you know it can be beautiful without being perfect
3: mm-hmm. um yeah.
0: and it's actually the little idiosyncrasies of somebody like talking at the end or coughing or or having a little cut here or changing the key by accident but then keeping it. um yeah i think that, that makes makes the song and the people who, who obsess about Trying to get to hundred ninth take instead yeah. of taking take three or four, even take one, yeah. Because yeah. like take one or two to me, th- what happens to as an artist, in my opinion, is the further you go down with the takes, the less honest you are with the song.
1: Totally, I um will do usually like like as many versions as I feel comfortable with, but most of the time I'll go back to the first one because it. It was the most free-flowing, even if it wasn't where I expected it to go. I mean, making mistakes is all part of it, and then the correction is where the creative stuff comes in. So I could sing that song again and again and not make the mistake or or fix it from the beginning, but then it's like it's lost. It's like,
3: yeah.
1: you know, like there's no point doing a cover yeah. and singing it exactly yeah. the same. You know, whenever you just wing it, yeah. it's so much more fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes... I've heard like bands, like I, I recorded a vocal on my phone and then I re- tried to do it like on a really good mic. I went and mm-hmm. found place to do it on like a ten dollars mic. And then I found that my actual audio recording on my phone was actually better.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, oh, then I felt like really bad that I went and spent the money to do it on the $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it, sometimes it's like that. It's like, it does, you know, you, like Jack White, he used to use a plastic guitar a ten a hundred dollar sears guitar yeah and if you after
1: stuff. this stuff like people are trying to replicate the noises and all the rest you know so um yeah, yeah. who who cares you know just get it done and a, have you fun
3: cast,
0: you can use a mm-hmm. casio you can use a you know the king's famously you know how you got you got really got me it was a broken amp that made mm-hmm. that sound
3: yeah and
0: actually trying to fix it made it not sound the way the song sounds and actually yeah. keeping the broken amp actually made the song
3: and yeah. i've always
0: yeah you know, there's tons of examples where if you technically oh well, you shouldn't use that broken amp because it's broken but maybe you should because it yeah. sounds it's the sounds like it's not always it's like if you, you, I think somebody was saying like you go to berkeley and your professors tell you this but then as soon as you leave like, you like you you break everything you t- they told you 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 don't you don't do anything they told you to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean sure in is it China or Japan they have like is like like golden glue. So like every time they break a cup or a plate or whatever, they glue it back together and it's so much prettier after that has happened, you know. And maybe it's it's all just a big metaphor for our souls as well, you know, like the more messed up it is, the more interesting and beautiful, you know. So
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's like the more chaotic something is sometimes um that that you feel the chaos theory like you know if you let things just be right you let it happen you kind of like you say it's, you know it's just gonna happen instead mm-hmm. of trying to obsess about because like you like sometimes like your your directional thing that's telling you to make something perfect is actually wrecking the beauty of something you did
3: Yeah, um, yeah. and
0: you know, i think as a musician what happens is you start to trust yourself the more you get into songwriting, I think you start to trust your instincts and say, that's what it is, you know? Yeah. And you know, some people, you know, maybe they can't and they have to have producers help them and that's fine. Um, But I think if you're a singer songwriter, you're kind of in it, like your zone. I think what you yeah. do is you just trust your, you trust your intuition.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than going into a studio and having a really good like sound man, you know, just, and, and that's nice. But it's not everything, you know, um, but it is nice and yeah. Yeah, it's good. And they, they are an artist of their own kind as well, you know, being able to sit and do that.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, being mm-hmm. a recording engineer, it's its own art, you know, it can change the nature of your song. You can actually, because it's like, it's an art, you know, they win Grammys because it's totally. it's, 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 an, it's, its own thing. And so, yeah, if you have the opportunity to get on like you know, a Neve board from 1974, and an engineer that knows how to use it—that's yeah. fantastic. You know that you could create something really fantastic. Or even if you got a modern guy that has all the stool stuff, and he knows how to actually pull it in. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of, a, you know, I like the analog stuff. So like yeah. if somebody had the right. Neve board. I would go with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's personality as well. Like people can have the best equipment and all the rest, but whenever they're not able to gel with the you know, the yeah. artist as well, like there's no point. So no, there's definitely an art in that as well. Um, so I don't mean to take away from any of that. But
3: no, no, yeah, you can just I have just... like
0: a fast X four tracker and a guy that knows how to do it and he can mm-hmm. sound better than anything. You yeah, know, you yeah. can just be on a 16 track old piece of equipment and it's noisy and it doesn't, you know, it's not the best thing you could do, but the guy has that, yeah. that it's going to sound fantastic and you don't have to be paying mm-hmm. tons of money because he just knows what what he's doing. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's, it's hit or miss, like depends on where you are, like where you are with your song and the people you find to help you get that, you know, make yeah, it yeah. better. Mm -hmm. that's what it needs to
1: be the desire
0: yeah that that's what it is because it doesn't have to be perfect to make it better it just Mm -hmm. has to be the right person
1: that's it that's it
0: well i I, we're at the hour mark we kind of like to just have a free-form conversation i hope you thought that was cool and um yeah this this will be out on our all of our channels as permanent links we will send it and it also will go to spotify within an hour we are in their beta program so it goes to their video podcast program we'll share that with you. and um you know hope your fans like it and uh yeah thanks for having work.
1: me it was good
0: <laughs> yeah and i just i just i want everybody to just also remember to hit the link tree below um in in the podcast itself there'll be a permanent link and always check out um, favorite subscribe download all the material you can find for Earthling Soul Treasure and uh virgins or you, you when you want to find a uh, virgins are called band of, of virgins, right? Yeah, on Instagram,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, so you, you just, type that yeah.
1: into the internet and a whole load of stuff comes up. <laughs>
0: yeah, you might know that what's right Yeah. But it's just I think it's just really important to 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 support musicians. So like yeah, please download, subscribe, favorite playlist. Um, it's just very, very helpful for our, for our, the future of music is to make sure people realize that you are listening to the artist. Um, thank you again for being on the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye.
0: Bye.
2: newsly is a audio app for ios and android this is josephine electric the lead singer of phantom electric ghost and so newsly it picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them back to you in a natural human voice so for the first time in history on the net the web becomes listenable Uh, so they have um you can browse Articles and topics, and choose what you want to have start playing, stop scrolling, start listening. They also have podcasts as well as you can explore trending podcasts from 40 countries. Our podcast, the Fam Electric Ghost Show, with uh, Phantom, is over here too on Newsly. So download the Newsly app for free now uh, at www.newsly n-e-w-s-l-y dot m-e so that's www.newsly.me. dot M-E. and um use that link you know on the podcast and use promo code ghost 2021 that's ghost 2021 and receive one free month premium subscription And when you're at it, listen to the Anchor podcast on uh, Phantom Electric Ghost, where we interview independent artists from around the world. And um, you get to get a window behind the music of independent artists that you might not normally listen to. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to Phantom Electric Ghost and Josephine Electric.